to INS, the International News Service, your source for the most important weird news from across the globe. With news analyst Kevin Harrison, actor, comedian, and musician Mike Wiebe, and professional commentator Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. I'm, I'm kidnapped. <laughs> How does it sound? Sounds great. I mean, I can hear the van behind you, but I mean, as long as the, the listener knows that you've been kidnapped, what do they want? I've been kidnapped. They want my semen. That's the best kind of kidnapping. They're hungry for semen. Uh, no, I'm in the, I'm in the, the back of a van. We, we kind of made a thing. So there's a bunk back here uh-huh. and I'm under uh, some steel flying down the highway for the Dracula's tour that begins tomorrow who's driving who's driving the van i don't know i haven't met the other guys yet oh good in your band that you perform yeah, with. yeah yeah okay i like that you are confident that in that answer it seemed very clear to me that if i were to ask that question ever it would never be i'm driving the van you don't drive <laughs> the van do you mike oh no i i drove and drove until right now no oh, really yeah especially especially i normally in the gamblers i there's usually enough people that like to drive but i was always the overnight driver guy because i like i like i don't like being up in the day i like being awake at night like a vampire mm. or a dracula if you will um, <laughs> or a, a vampire a vampire uh-huh. nosferatu i mean that's good you oh. have good vampire lighting on you right now i do it's yeah. like a flashlight or something under lighting it's, it's it's actually my phone is under lighting because otherwise like yeah there's no there's nothing you got nothing from me a sequel to Nosferatu One. Nosferatu One. Uh, very funny. I get it. I, it took me a minute. Um, We're gonna mute Brian the rest of the tonight, okay? What? No, that was good. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. So uh, I'm glad this is working, though. Yeah, you look like you're lo- you look loungy right now. You look like yeah, you're very kinda, comfortable. It's it's all right. It's a little small, but I used to sleep back here all the time. It's it's a little cramped, but you know what? So is life. So yeah. is life. Wow, mm. it's very profound. You should write a book of wisdom for public school teachers. Uh, well, mm-hmm. I mean, I think the NRA is going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad somebody's on it. What kind of van is it? Is it like an Econo line? Is it an Aerostar? Is it a, a Previa? But uh, it's a little bit small. Yeah, I know it's a smaller sized Econo line. What color is it? It's white. Oh. The child of, or the, the van of. Abductors. Your mom's told you abductors, but it does have windows because abductors, mm-hmm. abductors don't have windows. Now, does it have any kind of like airbrush painting on the side of like like a Frazetta print or something? No, I do want to get. A, I want to get a wizard with titties. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> throwing a fireball, right? Yeah, but like the fingers, like a like a witchy point finger, you know, like with it. Oh yeah, it's kind of extended in a weird way. Right, a weird like yeah, like a crooked finger, Ooh, and the right. fireball is getting is like uh-huh. a cone that comes out and from a very small point into a very big thing, mm. and it ends in a ball, and it's about to end. You know, it's gonna hit. It's gonna it's gonna hit. Oh no! A sign that says "paying tax." The fireball's gonna hit a sign that says "paying taxes." Wow! Yeah, yeah. 
Now is Man. that a is that a, di- a- <laughs> is that a die eight fireball or a die twelve fireball? That's a good question. Um, it's a level I, two uh, cone of fire, right? So level two cone of fire. Whoa. So yeah, it's an early wizard. Like it's not. He doesn't have a lot of XP yet. <laughs> I, I'm just glad that you found a way to make a political statement in such a bitchin' way. That's, yeah, totally. Yeah, it does look like you've been abducted. I yeah. feel like maybe this is a put on because now there. I see there's wood slats above you. Yeah, there's like yeah. maybe you're in a trailer. Yeah, and this lighting really gives it a it little. It does look like you're in a trailer. It's kind of Blair Witchy. I'm looking, feeling kind of Blair Witchy here. Yeah, right. Well, you're clearly not claustrophobic. How long have you been driving? How many days? Oh boy, it's been about uh, three, two, three hours. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad you're hanging in there, man. That's rough. Yeah, yeah. We're all we're all thinking about you on the road, Mike. You know what I like about this the most is it really speaks to the the national dedication to the international listener yeah, well, that's that you true. have well yeah i mean you know i'm embedded right now i'm embedded mm-hmm. i'm embedded yeah of course I, I miss being in the studio you know of course right but right. um but it's it is nice i'm kind of the modern day charles Corralt, where <laughs> traveling from town to town I, I, up and down the aisle I, yeah i know i need to do a, a get to know your podcast about charles Corralt. Tell you had a mistress he traveled around with that whole time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely do that. I, I have to uh, forego the get to know your podcast this week because okay. uh, I did not prepare one because uh, I got abducted and I'm in a <laughs> no. I I just did right. just between touring and the stuff and uh, actually I am I am we did just leave from Austin but uh, on Thursday I flew out to Denver Colorado. And I did the High Plains Comedy Festival, and that was super fun. Nice. And uh, and then at the end of the High Plains Comedy Festival, I did uh, the Gamblers played with uh, Radioactivity, and uh, it was like a thing called Rocky Mountain Ripper Fest. Ooh. It was like a three-day oh. festival. So I didn't really see much of the bands. I, I did more comedy stuff the whole time. And then I, I flew home yesterday and had about was exhausted uh-huh. and uh, had about 12 hours at home, and now we're back out on the road. My uh, my lovely wife tried to get me to fly out to Denver. Wow. And you said go. no? Yeah. It was like last minute. I've been weird. I always feel weird going out to shows of bands of people that I know. Weird. <laughs> well, that weird. I mean, well, I mean, it's you're working, I mean, right? I mean, I listen. I, I always I, feel like, ah, you're working. You, you can't hang out. You gotta work. You're one of the people that I would allow to make eye contact with me. Oh, well, that feels good. If I'd known that, if I'd known you would have acknowledged my existence, I totally would have gone. Yeah. I would have let, let you run around and grab stuff for me. Right. Oh, that would have been cool. I totally would have done that. Yeah. I feel like Mike would have said right before he went on stage, hey, Brian, I'm going to pretend to do some audience work, but I'm just going to single you out. Just go with it. You, did you, you feel like that would have happened and then you would have just frozen in the moment? I don't think that would have happened. No. I wouldn't have enjoyed it. No, that wouldn't have happened. That wouldn't have happened. No. I tried doing a, not this weekend, but a couple weeks ago, I was like, I was like, cause that crowd work is a, it's a skill. And, I was, yeah. and there's somebody up front and I said something and they laughed. And uh, I was like, I said, Hey lady, I says, I says to her, I says, Hey, where are you from? And she's like, Atlanta. I was like, Atlanta, that's a pretty cool town. And then I said, uh, well, that concludes my crowd work. <laughs> That's all I had. 
Um, but I, I don't know. Maybe one day I'll get good at it and be able to go like, look at this fat fucker right here. Man. Fat piece of shit. Why do you keep Sitting up in the front with your big fat fucking legs. You should totally do that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to do it. It seems like it's mean sometimes. You stupid yeah. piece of shit coming to the show. Hey, everybody, look at this piece of shit right. with their fucking fat gut. <laughs> Which other you fuckers paid to get in here? Yeah, you dumb turds. Turd. Well, and turd tells people that it's going to get mean, but not too mean. Right, when you call somebody a turd. Oh, yeah, 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 that's true. Well, I, nonetheless, it's been, I'm glad to be uh, on the road uh, traveling America. I hope to find some, some have some evidence of uh, weird stories across uh, this great nation of ours ooh. that I can share. So live, live reporting of uh, yes. weird <laughs> stories. That's my plan. You should definitely collect stories from the road. Yeah. Right? I'm going to do that. I'll try and get some, I'll try and put together an audio montage of my... Ooh. Travels for the International News Service. That would be exciting. If you could ask every gas station clerk the entire way, have you ever seen a ghost? And record that. And just whatever they answer, that would be a great Okay, montage. I'll do that. I'll ask every every gas station attendant if they've seen a ghost. Yeah, and if they say yes, I'll, I'll, I'll turn the... I'll, I'll get some audio. Okay. Yeah, tell me about it. Just let them go. Don't yeah. ask them any questions. Because if they've seen one, they've already got the story ready to go. You know, it's, yeah. it's in the pipe. They, they know... It's going to be, I was at a house. It was got real cold. It was weird. Yeah. I thought nobody was home. But I kept hearing voices. Oh, could you, yeah. Could you do some paranormal investigation? If I say we're haunted, I for sure will. The, the place we're playing tomorrow, I don't think it's haunted, but it's very old. It's called Kane's Ballroom in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And uh, the sex, Oh, that's haunted. The Sex Pistols play there, and, he, and, he, and Sid Vicious punched the wall, and they have, and it broke the wall, and they have a, they have a thing like a plaque commemorating the punch wall. Wow. But I'll tell you, I'm, I'm, you know, it's not even that big of a difference for me because normally I ask every, I'm always talking to the gas station attendants, but my question is always like, do you know where I can find Coke? <laughs> do you know where the drugs are in your town? That could be your follow-up question. Do you, have you ever <laughs> seen a ghost? You still get your work in. Yeah, 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 totally. Hey, do you know where I can <laughs> score? Do you know where I can score? Well, n- now that we're fixing up right now, now I'm tying my arm off. You ever mm-hmm. seen a ghost? Right. Oh. Two birds, both of them get stoned. <laughs> well, how are y'all doing? Uh, you know, fighting insurance companies because somebody hit my car. It's my life now. Why don't you go hit theirs? If you go hit their car, that's the law of Hammurabi. No, they they didn't have cars in Hammurabi's time. No, they did. They had well, they had like they had like you had to use your feet to make them go. It's so Fred, Fred and Wilma lived in yeah. Age of Amarabi. No, they had all kinds of stuff. You, they they make them roll. They had the Flintstone cars. Convertibles. Yeah. And yeah, they had all kinds of shit then. Working at the quarry every day. Yeah. At home. It's a living. <laughs> I think we oh, got to oh do boy. the intro now. Yeah, I guess we do. Yeah. Oh, it's time now. Welcome to the International News Service. We're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison, along with... I am Brian Camp. I am man on the scene and traveling investigative journalist Mike Weeby. And I think hopefully back in HQ, the central nervous system, we've got uh, the mix master, Mark Ryan. You guys are just now getting to the intro. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I think we've only been recording 10 minutes. I'm embedded. Yeah. I'm embedded right now. There's flames all around me there's mm-hmm. <laughs> we're pretty sure that mike is in a steam trunk 
steam trunk? What do you call that? Yeah, steam trunk. Steam trunk. Somewhere Steamer trunk. on a ship somewhere in the Pacific. Yeah, that's what I think, too. It smells like salt. Oof. Something. Oof. So this mm-hmm. week, we have a bit of a theme. Oh. Because we have two arts and culture stories and a bonus story, and they all have callbacks to something we've discussed before. And then Mike, Mike will, might have some tales from the road for us. Okay. Mike yeah. doesn't have shit for us. I mean, he kind of already gave us tales from the road. So, you know, well, might have I've, got, those. I've got, I've got, I've got more tales about getting tails on the road. <laughs> oh, getting <laughs> tail on the road. And specifically, I'm talking about the video game, Sonic the Hedgehog part two, <laughs> which is when they introduce tails mm-hmm. uh, equally as quick. It, able to fly for brief yeah. periods, but was he couldn't roll? Was that his thing? And Sonic could. Yeah, he was, his two tails made him so he could float around and fly. Yeah. Do they high five and switch out, or was that just yes. Diddy and Donkey? It, it, no, I, I I think they did high five and switch out. Yeah. And it wasn't until episode four <laughs> that they revealed that he, uh, Tails was violently racist. <laughs> <laughs> What killed the the Genesis? Was Sonic yeah. the only good game on Sega? Because I feel like Sega had a lot of crappy games, and then they had Sonic. Space, Harri- really good. Space Harrier was Space good. Harrier, yeah, okay. Space Harrier was okay. fun. People used to talk about Fantasy Star. I played a that a few years ago, and it was not good. Well, you played it a few years ago, but Sonic still holds up. You can still have a good time with Sonic. Oh, while we're talking about video games, but there are a lot of yeah. things I had a great time with. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> this is. This is yes, Brian, of, continue. I was going to say, instead of us always talking over each other, since I can't see you now where there's weird, awkward pauses, we're trying to be too polite. <laughs> it's like our old yeah, phone etiquette yeah. has kicked in. And I was going to say that now that we're talking about video games, did you know, Mike, that Mark recently played Discs of Tron? Oh, yes. oh I did. I did because he, he sent a picture in the, in the group uh, thread. Yeah. How was yeah. it, Mark? Oh, I know you saw it. it was great. It was super fun. I I've never played that before. And where did you find it at? They opened a cider arcade in Fort Worth. Oh yeah, and it's enormous. Yeah, they have, yeah. They have like three Tempests machines. Like they, it's like there's so much stuff there. It's crazy. And but I hate I hate cider. It sucks. And their cider is fucking god awful. It's <laughs> so gross. sweet. I asked for the least sweet cider they had. And it was like, it was like sucking a sucking a snowman, frosty snowman's dick. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that frosty the snowman's dick would be taste like candy. <laughs> I, but I was trying to think of you know. Some, I think there's got okay. There's got to be some Christmas based creature. That has candy for a, a penis, right? I, uh, but, uh, I don't uh, think that's uh, in the lore. <laughs> I don't. I mean, like maybe not uh, American bastardized lore, but like Nordic or like uh, <laughs> Norwegian or like, like Icelandic. The they they're into some weird shit, you know. They like believe in like Santas that just come and punch you in the face and stuff like that. So, so you mean mm-hmm. like the Yeti that's in Rudolph? Yeah, kind of like that. The Humble Bumble? The Humble Bumble. I couldn't think of his name. Not... Is that right? I don't know. There's, there's one part where the guy goes, you're looking at a Humble Bumble. Is that, is that a reference to Abominable? Oh, it's, it's just called a Bumble. Yeah. Oh, is he a, oh, he's a misfit toy. Yeah, No, he's, a, he's like a Yeti. 
who it, who's just misunderstood. So he's kind of a misfit toy in a Maybe way. Maybe he's a misfit toy who escaped. That's a bummer. Like the big coolers? <laughs> hey, y'all. I'm I'm in the middle of editing, so I'm going to cut out. But I just want to stop by, say hi. So Is it is it any good? Well, yeah, because you have a guest. <laughs> Fucking dick. You need, to, you, need to get, you need to get to work. Oh, man. <laughs> no, she. yeah, it was a really good episode, though. Hey, Mark, Mark, uh, we missed you in church the other day. Huh. Uh, I'll try to make it next time. Okay. <laughs> All right. See you. Uh, see, you Mark. see you, Mark. So our first story comes to us from UPI, United Press International. No. Wait, UPI. Okay. Yeah. UPI is actually the original. So International News Service was a service like the Associated Press. And in the 50s, they merged with uh, UPI. And so the original INS is part of UPI. Oh, right. History lesson. Uh, one time I got a UPI and it stung. <laughs> cranberry juice. Yeah, that's yeah. what I had to drink. Bunch of cranberry juice. So way back. Oh, damn. So oh. way back in episode 21, we discussed a Philadelphia cafe owner who created a record-breaking 510-foot or 155-meter-long oh. cheesesteak. Recently, another sandwich record was broken in Mexico. During Mexico's 17th annual Torta Fair, Torta Fair, teams mm-hmm. of chefs from local sandwich places teamed up to create a 242.7 foot long or 72 meter torta sandwich in just two minutes and nine seconds. The There's sand- turtles in it? <laughs> That's a tortuga. The sandwich was declared a Mexico City record, but it's unclear if it's a world record since Guinness Book doesn't currently have a listing for longest torta. For those who don't know, like Michael, tortas are a type of traditional Mexican sandwich with pork, beef, and or chicken, which are served on a soft roll, and then they are grilled or pressed, and then they're and oh, and then they're garnished with avocado, chili peppers, tomatoes, and onions. Portions of the record-breaking torta also contained exotic meat, such as ostrich, crocodile, and buffalo. Ostrich, crocodile, but it seems insane that you're going to make something called a torta and not put some turtle meat in there. I think that's an excellent point. My character in Elden, in, in, my character in Elden Ring uses t- turtle meat all the time. That's, Ooh, it's how you make rations you know mike has been has made enough elden ring references that an elden ring blog on uh on instagram follows us no oh, really yeah. yeah like a big well one. they're probably just cool guys that's awesome or gals that listen that's to awesome us. i'll let them uh, they're listening right now i'll tell you i'm still working on it still i'm i'm in the uh i'm in the capital city uh killing the balloon guys over and over again Oh yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah. I'm sure I'll tell you our what, I really want to know okay. about that. I, I you just, you know I what? think they do. Actually, I think they do. They want to know about the zeitgeist, the most popular game of this year. I agree. Anyway, <laughs> I might start my second playthrough. What, what what do what do you think you'll play this time? I don't know. Oh, maybe no. a maybe a magic user. Maybe a a, uh, a faith build, perhaps. Yeah, I, I would like to try a faith build or an arcane build. Mm, that's what I did the first time. So, have you ever heard the story about how Johnny Cash shot, shot a man in the head for uh, offering him turtle meat stew? Yeah. No, it was because the guy made fun of Johnny Cash's Elden Rig build. Not Johnny Cash, Johnny Paycheck. 
Good job. Well, Johnny Paychecks Elden Ring build probably probably wasn't yeah. very good. <laughs> Johnny Johnny Paychecks Elden Ring build would be <laughs> probably something real crazy. Like he'd probably like put everything in vi- in like in uh, vitality and just try to like. Just keep hitting me in the face. Yeah, when you tire out. Right. <laughs> well, I love that we're doing something that I guarantee there's been at least one one recorded session of people assigning certain Elden Ring builds to famous people. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> we should do that. Yeah, that would be that would be good. Make up character sheets for people we don't know. Yeah, maybe we'll get on the on the Elden Ring blog show oh, yeah, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll invite us on it would be exciting so this this torta this giant sandwich yes. i remember when we when we talked about the hoagie i You're believe right. it was or the the giant yeah. cheese cheesesteak cheesesteak yeah. yeah did i say back then i probably did that i just don't like calling things a hoagie i don't like the word okay. it's too uh, like i'm gonna go eat a hoagie i'm gonna go eat a grinder both of those sound Fucking gross. Right. They both sound unappetizing. Hoagie, gross. I feel like is is Huxtable. Is that right? Yeah. Doctor Huxtable called him Hoagies. We have to call him Doctor Huxtable now to differentiate. Well, because the character called him Hoagies. I don't yeah. know that Bill Cosby probably wasn't interested in them. Yeah, I, I like to think that the uh, the character of Doctor Huxtable uh-huh. was not a uh, serial rapist. I, I hope so too. But was a serial arsonist. <laughs> Just creeping around New York right. City at night. I don't know where he's from. Was he Chicago? He was keeping around Chicago. He's New York. Just, in New York, yeah. yeah. Like Brooklyn, yeah. He'd just driving into the city and light stuff on fire and go, oh, boy. Every time he got called out to deliver a baby, he was really just yeah. burning down somebody's house. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's how Cockroach lost his house. <laughs> Poor Cockroach. So this, this torta. Yes. So when we were talking about the cheesesteak, I we think we were all convinced that you it was immediately infested with vermin and bacteria in all like did people actually eat this? Yeah, they sold it to uh attendees at the uh, at the torta fair. They sold it to attendees, but I heard the only attendee was Elizabeth Taylor. What? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you've been been going to the comedy club. Yeah, you've been doing jokes. Yeah. Uh, you have you ever thought about incorporating like a like a, a horn with a bulb on the end of it to really <laughs> let people know when you zing them? It's okay I, to laugh. I, I mean, it, it's a good idea. It's it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I I I spend most of my set reminding the crowd that they are allowed to laugh <laughs> because they tend to they tend to forget. What's wrong? Who died? What's wrong with you people? Yeah. Just make sure they know it's their fault for not laughing. It's a comedy club. Did yeah. you guys come straight from a tragedy? <laughs> uh, let me. So okay. So the big torta. Um, I would. I'll eat a torta well, well before I'll eat. And what you described of the food in it, uh-huh. I would eat this well before I would eat a hoagie, a giant Philly cheesesteak. Okay. Yeah. I mean, because ostriches—they're not native to Mexico, so that means they there was some effort put into getting these exotic meats. And I need ostrich. True. I need ostrich. Yeah, it's probably good. And they don't—they don't have feelings. No. <laughs> what what does have feelings? Any animal that a mammal can turn into. I thought he could turn into any animal. No, no. he can't turn into an ostrich. No, 
in oh. theory, but until he turns into the animal, the animal doesn't he get feelings. He should not turn into an ostrich. It would fuck him up. It would it would just kill him. <laughs> Why is that? Because he because the, one the cloaca is too big. <laughs> okay, that's fair. And uh, two, uh, the neck's too it's long. Cloaca, by the way. The the neck, his neck would be too long. <laughs> Longer than so a giraffe. It, you can kill giraffes. They don't have mm-hmm. feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Look at how stupid they look. You yep. think something that stupid has feelings? So you would eat a giraffe torta? Yeah. Yeah, I would. Okay. I'd eat giraffe. I don't think they're endangered, are they? Maybe uh, wild giraffes are, but there's plenty of giraffes in captivity. Oh, giraffes are. Yeah. So you'd eat a zoo, a zoo-raised giraffe? I'd eat any animal from a zoo. Well, yeah, any, <laughs> any, yeah, any zoo animal was probably... I was saying any animal from a zoo is probably suicidal. Therefore, their death is not you know cruel it's actually kind okay i see <laughs> right so the the meat tastes like relief yeah it's not about taste it's just like i don't eat i thought that was really <laughs> i don't eat um i don't eat beef or because i saw a video of a cow jumping around in a field and i don't eat pork because of uh a lot of people think it's because of the movie babe but it's not because of the movie Babe. It's because Bebop from Bebop and Rocksteady <laughs> that beat up the Ninja Turtles. That's, I, I, that's the I best reason the, I, I've ever heard. Yeah. A warthog's very close to a pig. And the fact that, you know, he's, mm-hmm. I mean, he's clearly into punk rock, which is, you know, basically like I'm going to kill and eat something that's my target demo. <laughs> I don't think so. So <laughs> the mutant warthog is here. <laughs> Every song you write, you're in your head, you're picturing. <laughs> so yeah. I want you to know, Brian, and I think that you're gonna be you're gonna be saddened by this. Okay. I know that last time you felt betrayed that the sandwiches that the, the super long cheesesteak was just cheesesteak buns pushed together. And I looked yeah. and this time it was also buns just pushed together. That's just yeah, that's just <sighs> That's not long. That's not. That's just a <laughs> bunch of them next to each other. Yes. No wonder. No one. Yeah. Guinness is even going to roll out of bed for that. I mean, they rolled out of bed for the cheesesteak. Oh, I said. I said they got tricked into it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They learned their lesson. They're not going to Mexico now. Not after that. Yes. Agreed. So it sounds like we solved this one. Okay. <laughs> we. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. We like, hey, hey, motherfuckers. Here's what we said. Hey, motherfuckers. Stop pushing sandwiches together and saying that they're long. They're not. We're on mm-hmm. to you. I'm saying next time I hear a motherfucker do this, I'm going to go to a lab and scientifically create a mutant warthog and a mutant rhinoceros and have them come down and just break all the shit. Wow. Do you have sufficient mutagen to do that? Oh, that is a good question. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. (laughs) So our next story comes to us from Vice. (laughs) Ah, which one? Yeah. Pederasty. What does that mean? I don't know if that's something that Ooh, might be that's, that's, that's not a good kid one. touching. That ain't a good one, man. Yeah, right. you just you just really took the podcast down a dark turn. Mm-hmm. Now we gotta have to win the audience back. Yeah, I don't know that vice is a strong enough word. Yeah, that's not a vice. That's a uh it's a, that's a, a criminal act. I always felt like vice is something that you could you can get away with in another country. Oh yeah. Okay. My my vice is that I own too much taxidermy. Okay. Yeah. That could be a vice. Just all over. I mean, you guys have been over here. You know, it's all over the walls. Right. And I can see it in the back of our nest. Just nothing but ostrich heads. Well, you know, they, they mount well because of the long necks. It's just nothing but ostriches giving head. <laughs> back in episode 52, we discussed people who are making jewelry from breast milk. But now it turns out some jewelry designers are using another bodily fluid, semen. 
Apparently, this was started when a Canadian jewelry designer named Amanda Booth was challenged to create jewelry from, in her words, man juice. She developed a process using her husband as a sperm donor and came up with what she calls jizzy jewelry. The juice is loose. (laughs) She gets the samples in sealed specimen tubes, (laughs) then opens them and then dehydrates them, powders them, mixes them with clay, sculpts them into the requested shape, and then bakes them. She says she has to wait until the end of the day to open the samples because it makes her studio reek with the smell of semen. She also said that most of her requests come from people who are playing out sexual fantasies. Some have other reasons. For example, one man was getting a vasectomy and wanted to memorialize what he was losing. While a teaspoon is enough for most orders, it can reportedly take a very long time to collect enough samples for larger pieces. Addition, I'll do it in 10 minutes. What, what kind of assistance you have to... to... <laughs> You'll never win the game at that rate. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> that's true. In addition to Jizzy Jewelry, Amanda Booth also offers jewelry made from breast milk, cremated remains of loved ones and pets, fur, and locks of hair. Well, I liked her work the first time when her name was Robert Maplethorpe. Boom. <laughs> you just got roasted, lady. You just got roasted by the best of us. Me. <laughs> but she's she's Canadian, so she can't get an NEA, a National Endowment for the Arts uh, mm-hmm. grant. Yeah, they haven't started to subsidize pornography. Well, first, to the guy who was getting a vasectomy, yeah. you don't stop producing semen. You stop being able to transmit spermatozoa, Sperm. I believe. Uh-huh. I believe you still have an ejaculate even after a vasectomy. Oh, yeah, man. But- you can still <laughs> shoot that shit everywhere. <laughs> The language I was trying to avoid with my it'll it'll be it'll genteel. be a little less maybe maybe has a little 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 no it's just not as juicy <laughs> it's not it's not as viscous oh yeah wow that's what all the doctors are saying yeah I'd like to see that on a quote on a vasectomy billboard ten percent mm-hmm. less juicy <laughs> like that's the selling feature yeah <laughs> however we can get. No more babies to be born. I think that's whatever it takes. Y'all seen that movie, Children of Men? Uh, yes. Fucking good. <laughs> Five Owen. <laughs> Is that a utopia for you, Mike? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But I will say, uh, I thought it was so funny. I believe it's the album called Load by Metallica. Uh-huh. Uh, the artwork is, um, I think it's a Robert Maplethorpe. It might be some other guy, but I, I, th- I think it's a Maplethorpe. And it's like a mixture of like blood and cum. And they, it was like a photograph. They like took a slide, you know, like you, when you crush a slide to look in a microscope. Uh-huh. And uh, it was, they like, there was bloody cum. The artist made bloody cum and then they made a slide of it. And it was, just, it's a close up of that. And the album's uh-huh. called Load or whatever. But what's funny about it to me, which is like, ah, it's kind of a, and it looks just kind of like a lava lamp or something like that. Right. But what's hilarious about it to me is that they made all these like all over print Metallica shirts uh-huh. that say Metallica have the bloody cut, like all it's like all on the shoulders. It like wraps around the whole shirt. And I, anytime I would see someone out wearing those, I would just giggle with delight knowing that they had no idea what that implies. I, I don't think I knew that. About, I knew the, the name of the album, but I don't think I remember the the album art. Yeah, yeah. I kind of remember. I mean, I've, 
I vaguely know what you're talking about. There was there was load and reload. That would have been Best Buy era for you, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I just you know I I I like that uh, that uh, Jimmy Hetfield is mm-hmm. a little bit of a prankster, <laughs> just a merry prankster. Yeah, I right. think though if there was a Christmas character named Merry Prankster, he would have a candy cane dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's very close to a full circle, Mike. For sure. Yeah. What are we talking about? We're cum jewelry. Oh yeah, yeah cum that's jewelry. Right. <laughs> what? 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 When you get so, let's say you're getting a vasectomy, and you're getting mm-hmm. a piece of jewelry of your cum to mm-hmm. uh, memorialize that event. Uh, what? What would you get in the shape of? What would I get? It brass knuckles. Oh, Ooh, brass knuckles. Nice. Probably. So yeah. our next story is a bonus story. If you want to listen to this, go to our Patreon and subscribe at at least. The $3 level, bonus. That's, a, that's the Knights of Kevin level, and you get access to this <laughs> and all our other bonus stories. And uh, I'll give you a little taste here. This deals with turning industrial waste into candy. Oh. Yeah. You want to hear this for sure. Might be some recipes. I'm intrigued. Now, what, what steps would one have There's to take, Kevin, if they wanted to hear this? Well, I just told you, go to, go to Patreon.com. Uh-huh. Search for International News Service. Uh-huh. We'll pop right up. You'll see our logo. Uh-huh. And uh, you subscribe at at least the $3 level, the Knights of Kevin level. Uh-huh. And uh, and you can listen to this very story. And you can uh-huh. listen to, to the last story that went up, which had the filthiest thing that's ever come out of my mouth uh, said during that story. Well, that's, yeah, that's right. You heard that it, Brian. That begs a comment. I did hear it. Did you it. disagree? No, it was, it was pretty <laughs> gross. <laughs> Yeah, well, those those that seems like an easy series of steps for someone who wants to be a good citizen of the world. You know what? I'm going to tell you something confidentially. It's easier uh-huh. than pledging to your NPR station. Oh, that's true. And <laughs> guess what? We're never going to fucking do harass you for more money. Send you a tote bag. Oh wait, yeah, harass you yeah, for money tote bags also. are cool. Well, we're not going to send. Everybody likes, I mean, that's effort. no, we don't do that. No, oh, we have we know. have we do have a tote bag on our on a red bubble, but yeah. And it is still super easy to get a sticker that is guaranteed to have a monster drawn on the back of it by Mike Weeby. That's true. That's super true. So, Mike, before we go, I think you have a tale from the road for us. A tale from the road. Well, I'm out here on the road crossing these highways and byways of what we like to call the good old U.S. of A. Mm. And uh, sometimes, though, the the good old U.S. of A., is not the good old U.S. of A when it comes to border security. Oh. Wow. So uh, one time I was uh, on tour and we were coming in and out of Canada the entire time. Uh. And you were crisscrossing through there. Now I happen to have a warrant for my arrest from a speeding ticket <laughs> in New Mexico from, you know, several years now, prior. Was this, uh-huh. like, were you in Mexico? Was this the time when you were ruining a young man's mind by showing him a video of a Pennsylvanian a Pennsylvania politician blowing his brains out on TV is this no, from that, that era this was this was later this is later on i was actually en route to go the one of the two times i've ever been snowboarding i, uh, I was, okay. we were en route uh, through new mexico to i can't remember where we went snowboarding but um okay yeah i got pulled over cuz i was going too fast or whatever and the cop had a fucking stick way up his ass. That's so unusual real, for cops. Yeah, I know. Real, real drill dough of a guy. And 
But I, I just, I forgot the ticket. I didn't know, I didn't know, I just forgot about it. It was like seriously like six or seven years. So every time I would okay. cross back into the border, border security guards in uh, in Seattle or, or just as, you know, going going east would say, hey, uh, you know you have a warrant out for, an looks like an old speeding ticket in, in New Mexico, so you might want to take care of that. And I'd say, yeah. And in my head, I would think, no, I'm not. I'm never going to take care of that. <laughs> We were going down from wherever back into Detroit, and I'm I'm sitting in the uh, ooh, we're five minutes away from my destination. That's exciting. Uh, we're we're um, especially for the listener. Yes, especially for the listener. And uh, I'm in the van, like we're going through the the border security, and I'm sitting in the back with my eyes half closed, uh, listening to my earbuds, which had you know, cords at the time. This is before mm-hmm. your crazy uh, AirPods. Anyway, they, and all of a sudden, I, I see people like the band guys like shaking their hands in my face and I look up and there's uh, several several border security guards, guns drawn all <laughs> around the all around the van and screaming my name. And, uh, so I, I immediately started to, they're like, get out, get, you know, get out. Everybody's freaking out. And, um, and then I, I realized that I had a, I had a tab of, uh, Vicodin in my pocket. I had a big mm. old Vicodin that was not prescribed to me. Um, <laughs> and I need, but I needed it because I like it. And I, and cause it makes me feel good. And so I meet on the way out, like as, and I remember that immediately. So I'm on the way out and I, I, I just, I don't know how I did it without him noticing. I just like kind of quickly did a weird turn movement and went in my pocket and then put it in my sock and, uh, was able to kind of do that. And they're just like screaming to me, get out, put me in handcuffs, throw me in a cell. And, but it was, you know, I was just like, I, I just, I didn't say a word really. I just was like, yes, sir. No, sir. And like right before they locked the door, I was like, this might be for it. Cause I was like, I don't have no idea what's going on. I was afraid, you know, my doppelganger right. killed somebody or something. What's, what's, what's his name? Brad Pitt. <laughs> You've seen him. Um, <laughs> but so I'm in there and then I'm like, and I was like, but I was like, oh man, they haven't let, they frisked me, but they didn't. I was like, I don't know what's next. So. It was this tiny little cell, so I eat and chew up this Vicodin, and I'm just sitting there, and it was a pretty big one too, and I'm just sitting there for a while, and then, uh, then after a while, it starts to kind of kick in. I start feeling, and I'm like, man, this is, this is not as fun as it usually is. <laughs> and then uh, this border security guard comes up. I mean, the guy opens the door and starts screaming about me how i need to stop wasting their fucking time and take care of my bullshit and i was like oh, okay and he was like it's just a speeding ticket you're wasting our fucking time and i was like i think you're wasting your time because i was getting i was like high at this point i'm just like Whoa. yeah i was like how come every small municipality that's you know that has one border guard is able to look this up on their computers and you're and you got and like it's, it's detroit it's huge Right. Like, I mean, you're the only ones that do that. I think you guys, I think you guys need to chill out. And they're like, "I'll put you in jail for whatever. I'll, I'll send you straight back to New Mexico." But I knew they weren't going to do that because so this was the U.S. border guards, not the Canadian border guards. This is a U.S. border yeah, guard. Oh, yeah, that makes so much more sense. Okay. So they're screaming at me and threatening to um, 
get me sent to New Mexico. But I, I mean, I, asked, I, I was, I only said one or two kind of snarky things, but um, I was immediately kind of like, yeah, I'm going to, uh, I was like, I'll, I'll be quiet because I don't want to do this anymore. But I was like, what world are they going to fucking, what world is New Mexico going to spend money to get me back for a $60 parking ticket or whatever? $90. <laughs> No world. Wow. <laughs> no world, world does not exist. So how fast were you driving when, when you got this speeding ticket? I, I I don't remember. It was probably some shitty speed trap out of, in the middle of nowhere in some shithole New Mexican town. Some town that exists exclusively because it collects speeding tickets. Right. It slows down suddenly and no one notices. And that's my tail from the road. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just ended a little sad, Mike. It yeah. ended like, oh, man. Like it's, did you, I, I, yeah, I, I strangled the guy. <laughs> <laughs> so Mike, whatever happened with that speeding ticket? Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Thank you, Kevin. I <laughs> Paying so it was right like, now. I got to pay this. I was like, I got to, no, I was like, I got to pay this speeding ticket because I am, I do not want to deal with this again. And right. so I tried to track it down and the, it was so old. Like it was a, it was something like a 12 year old speeding ticket. Uh-huh. And they, the county didn't have computerized records for it, so they couldn't, they couldn't find it for me to either pay it or expunge it. And I can't remember. We had to take it to some kind of crazy lawyer to get them to kind of like get it to disappear because it's one of those things like I'll pay it, but they're like we don't have record of the ticket. I'm like, well, America has record of the ticket, and they reminded me of it every fucking time I go through any fucking border. Um. So yeah, I, but it got taken care of, and I don't think I had to pay for it. But right. I probably had to pay a lawyer more than it. right. Oh yeah, no, it's great to pay lawyers. Fucking awesome. <laughs> it is great. So I think that wraps up another week of the International News Service. Find us across social media at International News Pod. Email us at International News Pod at gmail dot com. Tell your friends they don't need to make jewelry when INS is a gem that's already out there and it's free. Check out the INS merch store at Redbubble and our Patreon. We'll see you next week. Hail Ashnard and the all-living light. They, they didn't hear the bonus story. They don't know what that means. Oh, it doesn't matter. He still has to say it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the International News Service. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. INS, the news you need. <laughs>